Hello, I'm Countess Retro. And I'm Jiffa. And together we are... A A Couple couple of of Retrogrades. So in this week's episode, we will be talking about the world My Little Pony. Yay! (laughs) Jiffa is massively excited about this because she loves them so much. I do. So we'll just go straight into it. I think there is a fair bit to get through because My Little Ponies, they might be just a bright pastel coloured horsey toy. But they are actually really fucking complicated, to be fair. The the whole sort of thing of generations and all that stuff. But I will just talk through what I have found out about them. And I will interject with sarcastic comments. <laughs> as, I know nothing, as usual. Yeah, I know nothing about My Little Ponies. Okay, so to start with, My Little Pony was actually created by Bonnie Zakurl, who had a degree in illustration. Oh. She pitched horse toys to Hasbro for three years and she kept on chipping away but the ideas that she had they were rejected every time she did so was this the really bitter lady on the documentary we watched <laughs> uh, maybe toys that made yeah. us wasn't it but then after about well after the three years of pitching this idea she gave up And then after a year, a man higher up the pecking order of Hasbro came up with the idea, decided to make horse toys. That's really unheard of, a man Mm. taking, you know, credit for a woman's idea. So the first My My Little Pony was, well, it was actually called My Pretty Pony back in the day, and this was debuted in 1981. It was made of hard plastic, so it wasn't the squishy little My Little Ponies you get these days. And it had a lever under its chin that moved its ears, uh, eyes and tail and was also 10 inches tall, so it was quite a tall toy. It was a whopper. Yeah, it was a whopper, yeah. But the VP for marketing, the vice president for marketing, took it home. He showed it to his wife. She suggested some improvements to the design. For example, uh, making the toy smaller. So then this VP took the idea back to Zakurl, who shrunk down the original design. So basically all she did was took the My Pretty Pony design and she just made it smaller. She made it also softer. So she decided on vinyl just to make them a bit more cuddly than they actually were when they were hard plastic. Then the uh, My Little Ponies, they were five to six inches tall. So they were a little smaller. So they filed the payment for this in 1981. This was approved in 1983, but they were already making them. And they decided to just basically make them much more colourful than the My Pretty Ponies. And that's why you end up with a load of pastel ones and stuff like that, and bright colours. So for the generations of My Little Pony... 1982 to 1992, My Little Ponies are the G1s. The 1997 to 1999 ponies are G2, which are smaller, slimmer and have longer legs and weren't particularly popular. Um, And 2003 to 2009 ones are the G3s and 2010 to 21 are the G4s. So there you go. That's the generations that you have My Little Pony. And for G4, they decided to make it a lot different from it had been before. They made up a fictional land called Equestria, and the main characters in that were Twilight Sparkle, Spike, Rainbow Dash, Pinkie Pie, Applejack, uh, Rarity, and Fluttershy. 
the Equestria Girls spin-off came in 2013, and that's why we ended up with Rainbow Rock Stalls. And I believe you remember those because you did buy some. Did I? You did. You're losing the plot. I am losing the plot a little bit. (laughs) Oh dear. Okay. Well, to continue, in uh, 2021, the G5 line was announced. It builds upon Equestria from G4. But uh, you'll like this. Unlike previous generations uh, where they released new characters, they sort of kept the same ones. However, G5 is aimed at Generation Alpha. Therefore, it became more centred around diversity and inclusion. What's Generation Alpha? Uh, uh, Well, the most current generation, I believe. I thought they were Generation Z. Or was that us? I think, no, I think that was around the millennium, wasn't it? I'm such a fan. We're Generation X, but I think we border Z or something. It doesn't... (laughs) doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of things, though, does it? So you had all these diverse <laughs> little ponies. Yeah, you did, yeah. And, and it kind of became more about political correctness than anything else. So. That's just what we need in this world, more <laughs> political correctness. But with every generation of ponies made, they've just become smaller and smaller. So eventually they'll be fucking microscopic, won't they? You know? That's funny because it's just like the amount of things you can actually get away with saying now. That's getting yeah. smaller and smaller as well, isn't it, really? <laughs> And the generations three and four, they included a 3.5 and a 4.5 line that looked a lot different from the three and four itself. Uh, lines three, 3.5 and four also had rebooted versions. So they took the original generation and just kind of twisted it to release more ponies into the world. Um, the G1s, though, and I thought this was really cute, they had the original packaging came with horseshoe points that you could spend on mail order horses and that's how we had the mail order collectible highly collectible ponies uh, international ponies that you get are actually licensed they're made by licensed companies in other countries and hasbro have okayed it for them to make my little ponies to the original design to avoid having to ship overseas that's quite shrewd. It is very shrewd, isn't it? And then you get the G1 25th anniversary ponies and they're the retro version line. And I actually have one. It's a Stranger Things Applejack. Uh, it's pretty awesome. It is an awesome pony. And she's all upside down for the obvious reason, yes. I think. Yeah. And My Little Pony had its own TV series. Um, it had comics, films, TV specials, the more current generations. They had sort of YouTube series and all that sort of thing, I Is believe. this where the bronies came into it? Yeah, I think so. But you're going to talk a bit about that at the end. What, what more yeah. can I say? <laughs> Amongst all the girly ponies, you had stallions, babies, and there were other characters. It was like a little dragon and all that sort of thing called Spike. And then there are the types of ponies. So you get earth ponies. And they are ponies in their basic form and they have no horns or wings. And basically their magic comes from uh, earth-related magic. So stuff like making plants grow and all that kind of thing. 
Then you get the alicorns, which are winged unicorns, and their magic is, as you would expect, the kind of conventional unicorn, you know, like conjuring shit and stuff. Okay. <laughs> I don't know, stuff like that. And then you get the pegasi, which can fly and walk on clouds, and their magic is related to the atmosphere itself. So then, each generation, though, even though it had its threes and its 3.5s and all that sort of stuff, every single generation had three different poses of ponies. So you had, like, the collector's pose, and I think there was the, the pinky pie pose, all that sort of thing. So it's all diff- it is a really complicated little world. It really is so yeah, complicated. Yeah, it sounds it. Yeah, and, and obviously you're now bored to tears, a aren't you? Yeah. So, do you want to talk a bit about brownies? Well, I can do, but first, if they've been diversified, yeah, are we still okay to call them my little ponies, or is it now my vertically challenged See, I absolutely ponies. hate the phrase I know vertically you do. challenged. I know you do. I think it's really, really patronising. It is, you know? but however, you know, if we're going to politically correct... Yeah. I haven't think of the bloody word. Politic- yeah, politically correct everything. Yeah. yeah. We can't call them little anymore, surely. Yeah. And what about, what about if they don't actually identify as a pony, though? Exactly. They might identify as, I don't know, a, a, a sandwich. A sandwich? <laughs> a ham sandwich. sandwich. They might identify as a ham sandwich. Yeah. I don't, just don't know, really. But I think it was all about, you know, that little world of Equestria was all about tribes. Um, the world is split into two tribes and stuff like that. And it was all kind of a war. And shit. But yeah. But yeah, the one the later series, I think it's two thousand and ten. Yeah. From then onwards. A load of men got involved. They watched the episodes and decided to call themselves bronies. And they absolutely fell in love with My Little Pony because of the stories and the graphics and all of that kind of stuff, the illustrations. Yeah. And they have actual like conventions, brony conventions in England and Germany, I think it is, of all places. Mm where they all meet up and they dress up as ponies and things. I don't know if it's like furries. I don't know, it's a completely different <laughs> different thing. Who but knows? Who knows? Yeah. You know, but yeah, that's what bronies are. So it's not only little girls that, you know, like My Little Pony, it's also mm. fully grown men. Yeah. That's what we, and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, but there there are adult female collectors of My Little Pony and they do have, you know, rooms full of them and stuff. I mean, I like... I, personally... I imagine they also have rooms full of cats. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, I like My Little Pony. I do think they're really cute. And I know recently somebody did criticise the G1s and I was not best impressed. Well, I'd left some G1s in the conservatory. Cause oh, I've been, yes. I've been washing their hair, you see. Oh, so God. I put them in the conservatory for the hair to dry. And somebody came in and uh, looked at them, came into the house and said, oh, I prefer, I think it was the G3s because they're really cute. Those G1s are just ugly. And honestly, I think I was like in a mood for the rest of the day. Yeah. Because they are really, really cute. And I do think they're really cute. But this but... is the same person that said that uh, Thundercats and, and He-Man figures are crap. Yeah, so, yeah, no. Yeah, you can't Obviously really... insane. Yeah, you can <laughs> Yeah, yeah, each to their own. But hold that thought. It's now time for a subliminal message. <laughs>
toys and collectibles. But My Little Pony, of course, has had a lot of fakes made, and they are—they have their own category. They're called fakies, <laughs> and we at the moment do unfortunately have several fakies, and they have these really creepy glass eyes. And you wouldn't want to leave one in a room with your small child, put it that way, because you'd wake up the next day. I don't, oh, God knows. But the um, yeah, they are really creepy and, and not very nice. But apparently these companies that make the fake ones, they do actually use the moulds that are used to make the real ones. Mm. They might use the head or the body or whatever and they mix and match it. But they are absolutely bloody hideous. To be fair, and you can't sell them. <laughs> if, you, if you tried to sell them on a lot of selling platforms, you'd get done for selling counterfeit because, well, a crap counterfeit at that sometimes. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, did you have any of these as a kid? These my Oh, yeah, of course I did. Yeah. Which ones did you have? I had um, Bubbles, who's my favourite. She's, she's a sitting down pony and she's got Bubbles on her, what do they call it, a cutie mark, don't they? On her arse, on her basically. Bum. Yeah, the mark on her bum. But I had um, Cotton Candy as well. I remember that that one. They also brought out seahorses, so I had a lot of those. My, um, well, it's not really a schoolboy error, it was a schoolgirl error, was to take the normal ponies in the bath and uh, unfortunately they just filled with water. So they weren't very watertight ponies. And then because of the ball bearing inside, yeah. they went all rusty, I imagine. Well, a lot of people now, they take the head off and then they take the ball bearing out and they replace all that sort of thing with like cable ties and stuff like that inside it I'd, i'm not 100 percent sure how people do refurbish their my little ponies so if you do that please let me know how you replace the ball bearing yeah i mean the ball bearing is simply because there was this like design flaw wasn't there and they made them a bit i think top heavy with the head and, of course, it was making them fall over, so they had to put the ball bearing in That's kind right. of as a counterweight. Yeah. I didn't have any My Little Ponies no. as a child. You'll be absolutely astounded to know. <laughs> I had a battle cat. Yeah. Which is, you know, the cool yeah. version of a pony because it's He-Man. <laughs> and they are monstrous looking and they're huge, yeah. aren't they? Yeah. But they're hard plastic, aren't they, I think? Yeah, with, yeah. with kind of the battle cat and the... Um, What's in a panthor? Panthor was like, kind of like had this really creepy, like felty feeling on yeah. him. But a lot of it now has kind of come off with age. Yeah. But this isn't about that. This is about ponies. Yeah. I I do like the fact that they did change him though from hard plastic and horse colourings to you know more kind of bright colours and softer uh, material that they use use vinyl. So My Little Pony is the original Funko Pop. <laughs> Take it back. <laughs> But I, I really, yeah, I really like them, and I suppose that's all I have to say really now on that subject. So is just end it by saying I really fucking like them, you know. Okay, we've had some in the business, haven't we? Have we had some? Oh God, actually, yeah, we have. Uh, we've unfortunately, I think we bought a bundle a few weeks ago, and I was like, oh my God, you've got G ones in here, and bought it for quite cheap. And the only thing was I then sort of threw them and there were fakies and there were all these different generations of pony and I pulled out all these G1s and I was like, oh, great. And then I got on the internet trying to research these ponies because they had short hair and they had all this sort of thing that they shouldn't have had. And unfortunately, little girls, and if there's any of you little girls listening, 
this is a warning. Stop cutting the hair on your My Little Ponies. It's really fucking irritating. Or the Countess will get you. (laughs) With her fake My Little Ponies and their glass eyes. Yeah, I'll swoop in (laughs) in the night on my fakey pony with its scary eyes. And I will just sw- I will just pick up all your My Little Pony collection and fly away with it. <laughs> so basically, haircutting for My Little Ponies and Barbies is the scourge. Yeah, yeah. As crotch damages with the boys' yeah. toys and bat boxes on fungos. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. this it does make their value go down considerably. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of little girls. I mean, they're quite inventive. You know, they braid the hair, but they also give them a bob. <laughs> and I think some we we've got I think it's uh Peachy and she's got a bob at the moment and it just looks really cute. <laughs> Honestly, she looks like a Karen. It's really funny. <laughs> and she does she want to speak to your manager? Yeah. Yeah, she I think she does, yeah. Yeah. But they do look pretty cute with the haircut, but all I can say is look, it depreciates the value, stop fucking doing it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like the same with Barbies, isn't it? I don't know whether you ever Got your hands on a doll. I as a did kid. have one. Yeah, which we mutilated. Yeah, and unfortunately, little girls they have a tendency to go for the hair. Yeah, that's what they do when they cut the hair. And I did, I I did that with dolls and trolls and all sorts of shit that I had. You know, to cut the hair. So I know you've got your um, Stranger Things, My Little Pony. Is there any other ones that you'd like to see made? Well, the themed ones. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I would quite like a My Little Pony range that's horror themed. Carrying on from last week's episode. Eileen Warnos, my yeah, little pony. and Eileen Warnos, my little pony. But yeah, you know, sort of more creepy my little ponies. I think they were definitely, I mean, it's kind of a niche market, I suppose. But the whole point is you appeal to a niche market and you can branch out. And I do think that that would be really cool to have horror themed ones. You probably want a Nirvana one, don't you? Well, yeah. A Kurt Cobain <laughs> pony. <laughs> I mean, I know Courtney Love has released his image on a lot of things, but I don't think she'd want his face on a My Little Pony, to be honest with you. If the price is right. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, the only thing I would like to say about them is stop making them because they're crap. Ooh. Why do you think they're crap? Go on. They didn't do anything. What are you supposed to? How are you supposed to play with them? I don't. Well, you see, little girls, uh, a lot of little girls. They like to cuddle their toys. So, you know, they have a lot of cuddly plush toys and they have a lot of the My Little Ponies because they are soft and cuddly and you can comb their hair. And there's a lot of girls that do that. A hell of a lot. And I know it doesn't appeal to you because you preferred the more sort of uh, wrestler kind of themed stuff and the Mighty Maxes and the He-Man and the Thundercats and all those sort of... They were more aimed at boys back then. Uh, But there are... Little girls who love playing with My Little Ponies. And I think you maybe one day need to accept that. <laughs> <laughs> with time and cancer, yeah, I'm sure exactly. I will. But I had a bit of both. I I remember having My Little Ponies but and, and Barbies and stuff like that. But I also had stuff like Micro Machines and... Oh, God, there was loads of like action figures, more boys' toys. So some little girls... They might have a brother and they do reach for the boys' toys occasionally, you know, because they are more 
aimed at kind of violence and destruction, whereas My Little Pony is kind of aimed at let's just be soft and cuddly. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't relate. Exactly. Your your personality type is not that sort. Is no, it? it's not. No. <laughs> uh, have we had any questions on social media? Well, this is a slightly unusual question. It's not really aimed at the toys we like or anything like that, but it is aimed at a series that we have mentioned in a previous episode. And it is, who is your favourite character from South Park? How random! Yeah, I know, it's very random, but obviously we have asked people in previous episodes, like we're asking you now, to send us questions, anything you want. And that is one of them that came in. So, How big are your tits? <laughs> God. There's going to be a running theme now in every it episode. It's like, measure your tits. It's because it's I think it was a week before last, we got a ruler out, didn't we? I think that's the problem. We did, yes. We don't own a tape measure, I promise you that. <laughs> <laughs> but the favourite character from South Park, who's Oh, your God, favorite? Mr. Hanky. Howdy ho! Howdy ho, He is, I mean, when that episode where they kicked him out and he was posting shit on Twitter and he was on Ambien and he kept mentioning, (laughs) it was the Ambien. It was really, really funny, wasn't it? Yeah, absolutely love it. (laughs) My favourite character. I know who this is. Yeah, he's one that hasn't been in it for very long, actually, I don't think. No. He first appeared when Randy Marsh set up Tigrity Farms. And that is Charlie. I've got to say, I, I mean... Do the impression. Hi, guys, we don't know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I really like him because he's just, like... I don't know. I mean, he's a stoner and... I he's mean, a I, towel. And he's a towel, yeah. And he's just this really funny character. He's really cute. Yeah, I think he is. It's because he's a towel, isn't it? Him it's and Mr. Funny... Hanky should have their own spin-off. Yeah, definitely. Brilliant. They They live together in a kind of, like, um, the odd couples. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Charlie just gets stoned and sort of drapes himself over the furniture, literally. <laughs> and Mr. Hanky is bouncing around all over the place and making silly ambient purchases that they then have to sort out the next day. There we go. <laughs> That's your idea. Plotline developed. So Trey Parker and Matt Stone, if you are listening to this, there's an idea for you. Yes. And just remember who gave you that idea. <laughs> so give me some credit for that, And please. some money, preferably. And some money. Yeah, plenty of cash. Okay. Well, that's about it for now. This yeah, week, we'll wrap it? that one up. I mean, I know it was quite a long haul with the My Little... It was heavy on the My Little Pony history and facts. Perhaps a bit more than uh, our episodes normally are because they are quite conversational, more than factual normally. However, now you are full of My Little Pony facts, we'll leave it there. So, yes. yeah, get in touch with us if you've got more, any more questions, however random and stupid and weird and all that sort of shit. And we'll <laughs> see you next week. Well, we won't see you, but yeah, bye for now. Bye! Thanks for listening. If you have a question or a suggestion for a topic, we're at Instagram, which is Retrograde Toys and Collectibles, Twitter, which is Retrograde underscore TC. There's also our eBay shop, Retrograde Toys and Collectibles. So from me and Jiffer, it is goodbye until the next episode.